0: It's a film
1: with three brains. It's a film with three brains. It's a film with three brains. It's a film with three brains. It's
2: a film with three brains. It's a film with three brains. Oh, my God. You guys are freaks. Paramount Pictures cordially invites you for a weekend getaway. At the party to end all parties.
0: This is the craziest party that could ever be. (laughs) Don't turn on lights because I don't want (laughs) to (laughs) see. April Fool.
1: Welcome to my home and lifestyles of the rich and undeserving. Welcome.
3: Cheers.
2: Join eight privileged guests who are just dying (laughs) to have fun. April Fool's Day. Get ready to party till you
0: drop. Hi, welcome to the film with three brains. I am Cohen in Maplewood, New Jersey.
2: And this is Sean in Chicago. And Sam in San Francisco.
0: That was a
2: boring one. That
0: was a boring one. (laughs) I wasn't going to call it out. But now I am. <laughs> well, I, <was> at, <laughs> I guess I mean you're, you you're just inviting pressure. that
1: you
2: yeah. to come up with something great every time. Yeah, yeah. I just wasn't ready for it because you started talking in this nice, serene, like voice, and I was like, "Oh, we're starting." <laughs> it's like, sorry, this next time I'll be a, a bit more shrill. shrill. I'll be like, "Hey,
0: <laughs> it's a very <Everybody> <laughs>
2: We're finally back." <laughs> What are we doing? Uh, yeah,
0: what's what's like? uh, we are talking about a movie released in 1986 called April Fool's Day, starring a bunch of people who are vaguely recognizable. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> point. Though you can't really put your finger, except for Biff Tannen. Biff. <laughs> uh, Thomas Wilson is in this, but uh, yeah, April Fool's Day is a, I guess, a horror movie, right? Yeah, yeah. it's in the horror genre. A horror slash thriller, in the vein of uh, Ten Little Indians, Agatha Christie story. A bunch of friends get together for the weekend, and one by one start dying. Sort of like Clue, but not terribly funny.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I mean, kind of funny. Here, yeah, so a funny. I picked I picked this because um, it was like a reflex pick. I was like, oh shit, it's my pick. I forgot, and this one's been queued up for a while, but. The reason it's been queued up for a while is because I remember really, really, really liking it. And I've only seen it once, near as I can tell, when it came out. And watching it again was like watching it for the first time. The only thing I remembered about it was the chair that Biff yes. sits in. I totally I remember, remember
2: that, too. <laughs>
0: yeah, I remember that <laughs> bit. That's it. I didn't remember who was in the chair or the context of it. I just remember the chair itself. And so watching it again was interesting <laughs> because I had no memory of it. I thought maybe something would come back, but no, nothing. Huh. Except the chair. And I will say that I did enjoy it. And this one is fun. This is an anomaly for me because take any, any given element of this movie and there's nothing remarkable about it at all. <laughs> nothing at all. It's just like really, second that. Yeah. Like any, any, any character, any, any, like, you know, the plot, the, any subplots, whatever's going on, the settings, you know, the, the camera work, the music, except for the end. Uh, and the, actually the opening or no, was it only in the trailer? Whatever. Um none of it's remarkable yet. I as a whole I enjoyed it. And I'm mm-hmm. not quite sure why. I mean it was sort of amusing here and there. It wasn't really scary although there's a couple of sort of like okay jump moments I suppose. Like nothing about it's remarkable yet. I came away from it sort of smiling and thinking oh I enjoyed that. Mhm. It was better than I expected I suppose. It's not great. Yeah but it's interesting that you didn't remember it. at
1: all because you can kind of rule out nostalgia then yeah you know you can kind of say well if you don't I mean if you only remembered the the chair gag and that's it <laughs> yeah. then you're not like basing it on these former memories or these memories that right that drove your opinion
3: mm-hmm
1: which in my case I think it does it kind of it for I mean I think I'm kind of in the same boat as you I saw it once I think at Sam's house. Um, maybe, Mm. I don't know. Anyway, I think we watched it
0: together. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I wonder if we all saw it together.
1: Yeah, I think we did. Um, and I, yeah, I remembered it well enough that I could remember the, the very end, the, the fairy stuff in the beginning Mm -hmm. and (laughs) the name Chaz. (laughs) (laughs) I, I, for some reason, I, I, I think about the name Chaz from time to time and to my chagrin i in my how many years of life i have not in run into a single chaz Mm. out in the world never think i have either very disappointing i was like well chaz that's an interesting name and then i was like oh that's bullshit you know i'm muffy's an interesting name but that's sort of like a an old old money kind of yeah thing that makes sense Chaz was like, whoa, what the hell? (laughs) And also Chaz has sex in the movie. So uh, that always kind of, (laughs) I remember Chaz being uh,
0: cool enough to have sex or something. I don't know. Yeah. Stupid uh, old, you know, kid opinions. But yeah, I did. You you reminded me. I did one thing. The other thing, the other element I did remember is I did remember that in the end, there's like the twist where none of them are actually dead. Hmm. So yeah, I remember, so remember I remembered that. that, but I didn't remember sort of how or why that played out. Yeah. And in fact, I remembered it so scantly that while I was watching it, I kept thinking, wait, am I thinking of a different movie? Mm. Do they all, are they all actually dead? And it's not going to be a twist at the end? Is it, was that yeah. something else? Am I conflating two different eighties horror movies? Yeah. Um,
1: so it's it a little late for a spoiler alert, but if you have not seen the movie, <laughs>
2: You're too. It's too late. It's
1: too late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: I think that's the hard thing about this movie because once you know that, that, then it's like you go back and watch it. it. Yeah, yeah, it's not. Yeah. Cause well, maybe that's. A lot of yeah, movies, maybe that's, Sorry, go ahead. Oh no, we we're just going to talk about movies you want to watch and rewatch. It's like you, you're like, wait a second, it's 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 all fake. Like I don't well, want to keep rewatching it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and I would
0: I would equate that to something like this is going to sound ludicrous, but like the Sixth Sense. Yes. Yes. Where uh, clearly not in the same realm of quality of film. But I mean, watching The Sixth Sense a second time is fine. But after that, you're like, no. Yeah. Because second time you're like, you're looking for the clues. But after that, you know, there's no reason to ever watch it again because the joy of it is in the end. Right. You know, it's sort of like um, Usual Suspects. Uh, Usual Suspects is different because it's so enjoyable. Yeah. Performances are good. Yeah. Because the performances and the writing are so good. This ain't that. (laughs)
1: <laughs> but I think there is a little bit of that to my because I was saying you know I do remember the, the spoiler the big spoiler I do remember a mm-hmm. lot of things about it but watching it again was trying to you know piece together how much of it I did remember and how much of it fits how much of it works and how much of it you know like if you know it's coming you can you can be more sh- shrewd or discerning or something like you can mm-hmm. look for stuff yeah and so I think that's a lot of the enjoyment yeah, at least sure. tw- yeah, at least two times. I don't know if I, I you know, I'm not going to watch it again soon. But <laughs> I'm not against
2: watching it again. You know, if someone else hasn't seen it and they want to see it, I'm like, hey, yeah, let's yeah. Watch it. Well, they don't have giveaways. You know, it's not like the Sixth Sense. Of you're like, after you you go back and watch Ugh. it. well if you're paying attention, you should notice that he never this. Uh, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and this is like you can pay all the attention you want. And there's no there's no obvious giveaway. Right. Yeah, that's I actually
0: mean, my number a- one gripe about. I don't know if you guys, I mean, this is obviously inspired by Agatha Christie. Um, Mm -hmm. if you've ever read any of her books, I read a few of her books when we were younger and they're, they're infuriating because there's no fucking way you're ever going to figure out what's actually going on until she tells you. Right. And I hate that. (laughs) It drives me crazy. It's like, well, how are you supposed to, there's no clues. There's, you know, it's like, Oh, so this, ah, fuck that. (laughs) Anyway, that's a bit of a tangent. Um, I forgot what I was gonna say.
1: Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, um, it's something about the way that they they put it together, and not make it seem contrived.
0: Yeah. The characters are all
2: clearly too old to be playing the roles they're playing, but that's okay. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially Nan. I thought that, too. I was like, wait a second. We watch movies about, like, 13-year-olds who are played by 19-year-olds, and we're like, they look kind of old for 13. I'm like, so why are we watching 21-year-olds who are played by 30-year-olds? Yeah. Like, would they yeah. just have some bunch of 21-year-olds. <laughs> yeah, that's funny.
0: The, the, the character Nan, I'm just like, dude, this is someone's mom. Like, some, this, someone in this movie, this is, she's, she's their mom. She's like everyone's. supposed to be twenty. and She's like forty. Oh yeah, I'm in college. No, you're not. You have not been in college for years. Everyone, not everyone, but so many people in this are very recognizable. Like, a, but a, the guy who played Rob, I recognized him as the the sort of the stripper student the stripper from, from summer, summer school. school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it took me a little while, but I was like, oh yeah. And the school. blonde, the one blonde lady, Kit. Um, was in Friday Thirteenth Part Two, which was yes. the first appearance of Jason Voorhees as a killer. You know. Yes. Um,
1: I didn't know. I don't remember that, but she was a final girl in that. Yeah. And she's sort of a final girl in the in this. Yeah. She of. is. Yeah.
0: yeah. And Muffy Buffy, I I know she's in um, Valley Girl. I don't remember that movie very well, but I I, I recognized <laughs> her as the the lady in um. Real genius. Yeah, yeah say real genius. <laughs> really distinct smile. With the great line. What did she yeah. say?
1: Um can you hammer a 6 inch spike with, through a board with your penis? <laughs> <What> is, he, <laughs> he says, says like, like no, but I, I can work on it. <laughs> yeah. She's, she's like, like girls gotta have her standards. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah um, that's muffy. And the guy the guy who played Chaz, I, I recognize But, you know, I looked him up, and I'm just like, nah, I don't know. None of these, I I don't know why I recognize him. None of these seem
2: familiar to me. Mm -hmm. Oh, you didn't see him in the human centipede, the third one? What? He's in that? (laughs) There's the third one? (laughs) Yes.
0: He's in that? Yes. (laughs) Oh, poor bastard. No.
1: (laughs) Does he get the prize for the least... Successful oh, actor in this.
0: Just one of the guys. That's what I recognize him from. He's like the main or character's that. friend or something. Best friend. Yeah. He's like the best friend or something.
1: Okay. I've Still never seen that. Mm-hmm. Is that right. when she's got a towel and she's got some balls under oh, covering her chest on the uh, on the poster
0: slash? Uh, I think they're football helmets or something.
1: Football helmets. I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, I vaguely remember her covering something, but yes yeah, it's, it's I fo- you're right it's it's it, yes and it's a locker room she got taller on her waist she's wearing football she got football helmets over her boobs okay and the tagline is she's about to go where no girl has gone before exclamation point <laughs> all right no one buys her as a dude by the way it's ridiculous
1: yeah she it short hair
0: and no makeup she doesn't look like a guy
2: Mm-mm.
1: anyway
2: nice casting yeah. Tom Wilson's a double up.
1: What else was he Tom in? Tom Wilson, Tom Wilson, Tom Wilson. Wait, is Tom, first of all, is Tom Biff. Wilson, he's Biff? Yeah. He's, yes. Okay. Oh, yeah, he's, um, oh crap. What is, what? Ah.
2: I, I had it before and I forgot. All right, I'll let you sleep on it. We'll come back to <laughs> it.
1: Let, let me s- twist on my hook here. Thank you. Yes.
0: Oh, he's in Action Jackson. Action yep. Jackson. <laughs> Ouch. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Um, Sean, before you signed on, Sam and I were chatting about watching. I watched this with my in-laws last night. I, made, I didn't make them watch them. They were agreeable and nice enough to watch. They're visiting, you know, for the holidays. And? And, and Sam so said, did they hate you? I said, well, no, not at all. They, I think they sort of enjoyed it. But then I said, the, the, I mean, the baseline is Howard the Duck because I made them watch that with me <laughs> before Ooh. we talked about Howard the Duck on whatever episode that was way back when. <laughs> which they did not like, of course. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: Cause well, when I did you...
0: last night when I said so I need to watch this movie for my podcast, <laughs> I goes, Is this a Howard the Duck? <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, it's not.
0: No. I think they like this better. Yeah,
1: that's good. You set the bar nice and low, and yeah, exactly. You know. <laughs> so did they get? Did they like the twist to it? Mm-hmm. I think so. Do you think they did they figure out the twist? I don't think it's something you can really figure out. Well, that's what's weird. Is I've I read some some review where somebody was, you know, looking back at it, and they were mm-hmm. like, "Well, it's pretty obvious, so you can kind of figure mm-hmm. it out, or what? it's not really a twist." Yeah, it was totally like downplaying the whole twist aspect. I'm like. You know, you want to seem smart. That's that's fine, but but don't make everyone else feel like they miss something or something. It's right. not, that's not right. true. That's yeah. not even the point. You're spo- you're not supposed to figure it out right away. Right.
2: Yeah, there are a few things anyway. in the in the movie where are not a few. There's there's plenty of April Fool's jokes in the movie. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like to set up the mood. Yeah. They all of a sudden disappear once people start dying off screen. Mm-hmm. Um but there's no real hint that any of that is that i i don't know yeah Yeah. you can't you you can't go back and and find clues on this yeah i think that's a little crazy for someone to say oh it's so obvious shut up (laughs) it's not it's probably someone that's
1: watched it 10 times and they just have lost any memory of
2: ignorance yeah their first time viewing i want to know who's watched this movie 10 times i don't know
1: <laughs> someone, someone who thinks it's obvious i guess i don't know uh
0: yeah maybe uh maybe deborah foreman's watched it 10 times sure um the first the first gag by the way they uh
1: this have you guys ever seen anything like that game they're playing with the switchblade no yeah, the the knife this stretch I don't, what, what
3: they call the it a stretch
1: I don't know. Like explain it. Well, I don't know if, if it's a real game, but in the movie, it I think you throw the knife down and make it stick and then the other person has to get it has to keep one foot where they are and not fall over and try to pull the knife out. Hm. I mean, it's a pretty dumb game, but the whole I mean, the, obviously the point of that is to set up the prank with the with a knife in the in the gut thing.
3: Mhm.
1: Right. But yeah, I I'm made me think about that. Like, well, are we supposed to know this game? Is this, you know, Right. it seemed kind of plausible, but at the same time, like, I don't know. <laughs> I guess they had to have a, have a reason for, you know, the knifed, I guess in a way it was clever, but I, I just, I was just curious about if anyone had ever seen anything like that. Mm-mm. Cause I have not.
2: No, I haven't either. My extent of knife games is what, bishop does with the knife <laughs> and right? alien right
1: <laughs> that's that's the game you play with the knife mm-hmm. did we play that with pencils when we were kids
2: of course yeah <laughs> i feel like ex- we did <laughs> ex- extensively <laughs> i still have lead in the back of my hand <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah indeed maybe a butter knife here and there did we do a, a plot synopsis or do we need one we did not Wait, did we? I might have mm-hmm. I mean you Not really. Not really. Uh a bunch of college friends get together at their friend's what house on an island? Well, they described it as her island. Right. Yes. Saint John Island or something like that. Yeah. And then one by one they start getting killed. Right. We're in
1: spring break. Most of them know each other, but not all of them. Yeah.
0: And, uh, yeah, I was, uh, I, you know, we're after it was over talking about it, about, um, the prevalence of sort of murder mystery dinner party type events that are somewhat common now, but 1986, I wonder if that even existed. Like, was this, was this movie very sort of forward thinking in that regard or did it even invent it? Hmm. I don't know because that's what she says at the end. She wants to not just open like a, like a, an inn, but an inn where there's like a murder mystery, you know, where you're in the middle of it and you got to act it all out shit, which is a thing now. But then yeah. was there, I don't know, 30 years ago or however many years ago, 40 years. How wait, 86 was well, 25, 25 years. Yeah. Okay.
2: But so, I mean, it's- the Murder Mystery Weekend, as an, inter- as an interactive dinner theater, was is credited to being started by Joyce Swift in October of
3: 1981.
2: Hmm. All right. So, cool. it could be the other way around.
0: Yeah. So, it was I close.
3: Yeah.
0: Either way, it was... I don't know. I felt like it was a somewhat credible explanation for why someone would go through the effort of doing this. I yeah. Suppose.
1: If you if you're not paying attention, you can kind of miss the the fact that she her father made her, um, you know, she was just being bequeathed the, the whole estate. Um, she, When she turned 21, I guess, I don't know. Yeah. But she but she said something like, well, you know, it had to be able to pay for itself taxes right. and all. Mm hmm that was
0: the the stipulation in the will or whatever it is. Yeah. And that that is, you know, yeah. Kind of plausible. Did they, one thing I forget. So at some point they show, you know, they discover the photo of the twins Mm -hmm. uh, when they're kids. Was that, did they explain where that picture came from or what it actually was? No, it's her and her twin brother. Oh, right. I forgot the one guys her her brother. I
2: forgot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah
0: right 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 wait which which guys are twin brother the guy who gets the knife in the gut in the beginning no he's he a cousin he, he's a distant cousin well he
2: says that. no he says, he that. says oh yeah. he's, he's actually a brother. twin brother yeah uh, she's right, like right, right. my twin you brother. fell for it <laughs> yeah <laughs> you did. fell for it <laughs> um, <laughs> I, it was I guess so it, obvious it, sean <laughs> <laughs> yeah they look so much alike
0: <laughs>
2: i i have one question yeah I, I guess this is, you know, I'm trying to pick apart the movie, you know, cause that's what we do. Mm-hmm. And I guess if it, it's a little lucky that she goes down into the well, like that's just like you wouldn't have expected that to happen.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. She goes down to the well, but do you really think they can make props <laughs> that look so real? You're going to think that it's actually somebody's head.
0: Mm. What
2: Probably do you not. think? Probably not. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe That's possible,
0: but it's, it seems I like mean, it'd be expensive. Floating in a well, <laughs> yeah. The guy's like, "Oh hey, yeah, I just whipped these up on my editor." It's like, what? You just yeah. what? Based From on pictures? pictures? He said, "Based on pictures." <laughs> right. Yes. Oh, okay. He's There's, good. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, anyway, you, I just you can, I just haven't ex- 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 yeah. you know, explored yeah. the fake head market. Yeah, I guess maybe enough. Yeah, and, especially in the nineteen
0: eighties. My question too was. When were these people let in on it? As each dies, right, right, immediately after. (laughs) The implication was that they get sort of cornered, and they're like, "Ah!" And then the camera cuts, and someone says, "Well, all right, I'm not actually going to kill you. We're doing this." And they're like, "Oh, okay, right, yeah, right." Which has
1: to be done really quickly with someone who is basically hysterical and thinks they're dead. <laughs> right, who's terrified, and they all have to agree to it. They have to go. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fine. Yeah. I got it. And then remember a bunch of facts that they have to. <laughs> mm-hmm, yes. Yeah. And then go hide somewhere. Go hide. And.
0: <laughs> I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's probably the most, the least plausible part. The fact
0: that, that they that how in fast on it. those
1: yeah well that they could come in on it
2: so quickly right right so
1: that the very As end they go, they're all
2: yeah. yeah I'd have liked to seen kind of like the Chris Farley coffee commercial ending where the last people who are told it's a joke go crazy. What do you mean it's all fake? And then they start killing everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. I
1: mean the well isn't isn't that far fetched because they, you know, she could turn off the water at the house, like, oh, we don't have any water. The the part I don't like is that You're going down into the the drinking water Mm -hmm. that you're about to consume. You're like, first you dropped a bunch of shit in there, which is gross, (laughs) and then you're like, oh, you dropped the bucket. So let's go down and get the bucket of filthy water that we're gonna drag up and go (laughs) use now. Right,
0: the dirty, shitty well water. It looks like like someone took a dump in it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway,
3: Yeah. yeah, there's there's some
1: you know there's some little quirks but i mean the the house itself is pretty well situated for hijinks and i think mm-hmm. that makes sense and the basement the attic she has kind of different uh you know ideas for for all you know what she's going to do um the clues are a little weird like because she says that the, you know she's like well i'm sorry if i went a little too far with the, those clues and you know this was too personal or i took the joke yeah. too far which she clearly did because at the very, very end, you know, that was, there was a revenge
0: aspect to that. Yeah. Because yes. that was but way, also, like, way too was far. Po- what was the point of, <laughs> like, I mean, she had a crying baby it seemed it, someone who it had seemed abortion. Illicit that's, illicit that's illicit too, cruel. It seemed needlessly way too far, yeah. Yeah, they're like, uh, just to freak someone, like, just to freak them out, I'm gonna like call back to your abortion <laughs> yeah i mean Jesus, it just seemed really terrible
1: <laughs> she was like what would a totally psychotic person do this okay i'm gonna do this
0: <laughs> right to my friend, <laughs> to my friend.
2: <laughs> yeah and i didn't I really did, get the thing yeah. about
0: the the car wreck headlines like was that supposed to be pertinent to hal or, or what is it archie or not Archie. Uh, yeah ha- Harvard Hal, Harvard Hal. What the fuck? His name was. His friends called Hal.
2: Everybody gets in car accidents, so I'm assuming he got in one. He got in something. Yeah. Oh, and the one guy's like, I've never been in
0: one.
1: Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: All right. Yeah, she was using
1: she was using personal information to freak them out. Mm Hmm. But yeah, I think the that was the way over the line was with with Nan. (laughs) Even though she is old enough to be a mother, she right uh yeah um, there's in one of these uh, reviews somebody i think it was the same guy that was like oh this is not uh let me let me find his name let me out him um what anyway he's you know he's he talking about the the different aspects which he didn't like and one of the things like the, the obviousness or something he said something about you know the last shot the, an actor looks directly into the camera mm-hmm. and, he's, and I, that's why I, had, I watched the end again because I was like wait a second that doesn't sound right and it's not right there's no, there's no freaking way he Nan looks at the jack-in-the-box yeah and then the jack-in-the-box winks mm-hmm. that's, that's and, and so this this guy whatever his name is he <laughs> thought that it was some breaking the fourth wall shit that you know oh. I was like come on that's weak it's weak, and it's not its not accurate at all.
2: I'm, I have to say that this is the most tame R movie horror film yeah. I've ever seen. This I, should I'm, not have been R. Yeah, <laughs> I'm surprised
0: it's rated R. Because even, like, is there even any language? There's no nudity. There's no language. There's no gore, really. No. A
2: tiny it, little bit. And they had PG-13 at this time. Yeah. Oh like, yeah! Like it could have been PG thirteen. Hmm. You know we always cover what what age you could be to watch this. You can be thirteen and watch this yeah, movie, probably. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: I think it's safe.
2: So, we, we were thirteen and we watched this movie. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> we all survived. Yeah.
0: I've only serial killed a few people. Yeah, just to, just to try it out. <laughs> <laughs> um so we mentioned the music briefly i think before we start recording actually um and you know the the two two songs that stick out in my head is the you know mama told me not to come yeah which song was it that it's in the movie right yeah it's mm-hmm. a, yeah cuz i i watched the trailer right before i watched the movie and it's the music in the trailer so um and watching the credits I didn't know it was written by Randy Newman I had no idea
1: I, I did not either
0: I never knew that about that song
1: I thought it was Three Dog Night but right. it's,
0: it's not um, and then the end credits song which I don't know anything about did either of you guys look it up
2: no I no Hmm. wait how, oh, how, I thought that was how disappointing disappointing I. <laughs> no I didn't look it up I <laughs> mean, <I didn't. laughs> okay. I think I did. Did but, you guys read about the end credits? Um, <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> Great. Uh, so
0: it's
1: isn't it Charlie Bernstein who does the music?
0: Yeah. It, so yeah, Too, yeah, too bad, bad You're Crazy, you're crazy music see. and lyrics by Charles Bernstein, performed by Jerry yeah. Whitman. Okay. Yeah. Whoever these, I don't know who you know who I, I mean Charles Bernstein. I know who, I've heard of, but like I don't know who he's he, known for. A Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Yes. So he's a double up.
1: That's, I think that's what I, I got that far. I was like, I looked up the song saw it was him. Like, oh yeah, he's a double up. That's
0: Oh, Jerry it. Whitman's known for his work on Death Becomes Her. Oh. Mm.
1: Another one. Mm-hmm. Well, well, well. So I
2: thought, so I did pay attention to the music throughout the movie mm-hmm. and there were elements of it that seemed like Friday the 13th. There were elements of it that did seem like Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. There were a couple of times where I was like, that really sounds like Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Music. That. So I thought, but I thought that it was done on purpose, like that it was playing along, you know, to the other movies. Like, right. like hey, we're kind of ripping this off on purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um,
1: actually, the, yeah, as long as we're talking about double ups, that's the, the writer is also one.
0: Oh, yeah. Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. No, he, didn't, he didn't write Beverly Hills Cop. It was just story by.
1: Story by. But he okay. uh, he
0: got he got the full credit on this one yeah
1: but i mean story by is still a writing credit i, right? yeah, it I would take that yeah <laughs> I, I wouldn't turn that down i've always been curious about that like you know if you if you have the story is is basically the idea of this of the film right it's yeah, like I
0: guess. it's hard to it's say not... it's hard to say what qualifies for that credit like is it just some dipshit who's like hey what if a bunch of friends got together and started getting killed one by one in the end it was all a big joke <laughs> and then someone goes yes and writes the script does that person get a story about it or do they have to actually like produce something do they have to like write an outline or something I don't know Is yeah, it there... it, it's,
1: it seems like the pitch it seems like that'd be enough for the to mm-hmm. have a story credit like here's this oh, yeah, idea. I guess, here's the idea I
0: guess if someone like gets a pitch meeting and they're like here's this movie idea I have and they pitch it and the studio's like great see ya and they hire someone else to write it i suppose right Right. um i guess i don't know i don't really know how that stuff works i
2: mean isn't isn't there like a one you're gonna have to tell me because i did not go to film school but isn't there a one-page pitch or one-page script pitch or something like that that people create yeah
0: i mean there's like a log line and a synopsis that's like a one-page thing
2: um, and then there's and do people and, ever try to sell just based on that? I don't know probably or
0: I'm sure if you're uh, i guess i I don't really know how that stuff works i'm not I'm not plugged into that universe really um, probably though i mean i I guess especially if you've already got credits to your you know to your name, you know if you've already directed or written a few things, you could probably be like, hey. I'm the guy who did this and now I want to do this. What do you think? You know, mm-hmm. they might be like, Oh, okay. I don't know. Yeah. It couldn't hurt. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm just guessing.
1: <laughs> That's a reasonable guess. Yeah. An educated guess.
0: Maybe someone who's more in tune with how Hollywood works will email us and let us know. <laughs> Where should they email us? Uh, Oh, Oh, I'm glad you asked. It's (laughs) the film with three brains at gmail.com.
1: Did you say the film with three brains at gmail.com? I did. I did say the film
0: with three brains at gmail.com. I
2: love to email the film with three brains at (laughs) gmail.com.
0: It's the past.
2: Uh, All right. right. Yeah. (laughs) Here's the answer. Yes. Yes. Okay, what's the difference between story by, screenplay by, and written by? So, I would tell you, but a stupid pop-up just <laughs> blocked out my whole screen. Trap. <laughs> <Drat. laughs> okay. Marketing ruins the everything. Common misconception of story by is that it refers to the person who came up with the idea, not quite. What it actually means is anyone who worked on a treatment or any other story outline is entitled to credit for the story. So if you're hired to do a page one rewrite that gets you, uh, let's see, that gets you sole screenplay screenplay credit. This is (laughs) what? Yeah, that sounds familiar. The first, okay. So someone comes up with a screenplay and they don't like it and the whole thing gets rewritten. Mm Mm-hmm. So they take, they keep the concept, but rewrite the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. The original oh, yeah. writer gets the story oh, by yeah, credit. Okay, that right. makes right. sense. So, because so if you work
1: with Spielberg, you're getting a story by. You're not getting a screenwriter. Because he's going to have 10 more screenwriters come in after you. Right.
0: Right. Okay. Right. That makes sense, it's, I
2: suppose. There's a bylaw called the irreducible story minimum. Hmm. So. Right. So they buy your script, have
0: someone heavily rewrite it so much that it's completely different, but you still provided that right. basis, yeah. so you get the story by yeah it. you get the story it's probably kind of a bummer actually
2: yeah i would imagine <laughs> <laughs> so the um and they give an example a story by steven spielberg that you give writers of the idea for the screenplay um but their idea came because you gave them the story by mm-hmm. idea right <clears throat> well done <clears throat> interesting
1: Nailed it Tell those interns thank you
0: Yeah They really came through for us in a pinch
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah really timely today They said they'll use written by if the person's entitled to both screenplay screenplay by and story by credit Okay (laughs) So
1: in this case uh, Fred Walton is a written by Right Or wait I just I just screwed that up Danilo Danilo Bach Bach is yeah. a written by He's a full he gets he gets everything, right? I Thought I saw that. Where is it?
2: No? Anyone? I don't I I don't see another writer.
1: I thought he had not a another d- written by. I
2: mean, he's the writer. Yeah. Yeah. you you're talking about um I'm that actually talking con- about
1: the movie that we're talking about for once, which <laughs> is weird. We never do that.
2: <laughs> Shame on you. Oh, sorry. We're supposed to be segueing so far away from that by now that people forget what we usually started with. Nice job. Yes. I want to give our audience
0: such tangential angst that they can't even focus on what we're when we're screw up. So the... The remake, so they, you know, there, there's a remake April Fool's Day in 2008. Yeah, that sounds awful. It did. I read. It the sounds like too. it basically sounds like Prom Night. If you guys have ever seen Prom Night, a year here's the 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 description. A year after an April Fool's Day prank, which results resulted in the death of one of their set, a group of friends find themselves find themselves targeted by someone who is out for revenge. That sounds so fucking bland. Yeah. Well, yeah did you read all the way,
1: the whole plot synopsis because in the end they the first they also use guns but there's some bit at the end where she's they're like oh look they're blanks and actually there's a an out live bullet hmm. and that kills someone toward, hmm. you know I don't know there's actual murder in it I don't know yeah. it's, it's, it's it's silly hmm. sounds boring okay I found it and yes Danilo Bach actually has a full written by credit. For April April Fool's Day. Yeah. Yes. Um Frank Mancuso Jr., the producer.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: He did um some of the Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah. Yeah. So he must have found Amy Steele from that. Yeah. Uh didn't say much else about that, but he insisted on. It was some. There's something weird thing about him. He, he insisted on sort of. Well, because there's a whole. There's a whole alternate ending. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um In the notes, they reference. There's like a, a novel novelization of it, and that's I think where it sort of came out that there was a whole another. Part of it that they sort of, uh, you know, the executives were like, yeah, we, we wanted to end on a high note. Um. So, because i think i think the original ending was for skip the brother to come back and kill muffy hmm. um to get his share of the inheritance what yeah i mean it's i'm not making this up this is, it's in the notes but um yeah it, it was it seemed a little iffy on like which which part they chopped or how they chopped it but you know it mentions that the Frank Mancuso, the producer, and you know insisted that they sort of redo that last scene, like they reshot, like that that wasn't planned at all. They they shot that scene, I think, to to create a new ending because the original one was supposed to go on a little bit more hmm. and actual there's actual deaths involved.
3: Yeah. Hmm.
1: Because I think that you know that be, then it makes it like everything else. I mean, I'm not I'm not a horror guy as you know and um i think what what i like about this is is it doesn't fall into those tired sort of uh story arcs or whatever you want to call it you know they you can see where most horror movies are going that's main that's my main problem with most horror movies
3: Mm -hmm.
1: is that you know what you're supposed to you know you're supposed to be scared you know there's going to be some some chills and fun along the way but basically you're trying to survive this yeah and what I like about this movie is that it really kind of turns out on its head and says, well, what if we didn't do that? You know, like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, why does everyone have to die? You know, why, why is it, you know, and also once you have a death or two, then you know what you're in for as well. That's, that's, I think that's part of it too, is that the, you know, they, they throw you some breadcrumbs of deaths or, or some scary thing that's happening. But along the way, you know, you start counting up the bodies or the costs of this and then you're like well okay obviously this is a tragedy or what you know whatever you call it when i call it but but you know that's where it's you know it's going to build up some climax some either big boss or some big scenario at the end so yeah i mean i can't think of a lot of movies that have especially movies in a genre as stylized as horror Mm -hmm. that can that can pull this off So yeah, that's it gets uh, high marks in my book for the, just for doing that.
2: Yeah. Any uh, about Cabin in the Woods? What about it? I, I still haven't seen. I it Have yet. a little of this. <laughs>
0: a little, I guess. You haven't seen Cabin in the Woods? No, you tell me to, and I haven't yet. Damn it! I'm going to. How many times does he have to tell you? Apparently, four. Four. <laughs> All right. Well, we can't talk about it. It'll ruin it. <laughs> yeah.
1: You've mentioned, I mean, I know that you've, yeah, that it subverts the genre, that kind of stuff. I don't it know. It does.
0: Yeah. It does indeed.
2: So, the uh, re-recording mixer is also a double up. Oh. But yeah, he did Weekend at Pernie's. <laughs> Great. <laughs> but he's also won four Academy Awards. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. That's... For English Patient, Apocalypse Now, Amadeus. That's
0: impressive. It's four yeah. more than us
2: yeah added together yeah <laughs> show off
1: <laughs> yeah hey Cohen you mentioned the the, po- the movie poster yeah I um, I think you mentioned it last time yeah what I mean I mean obviously it's a it's there's a a braid high, like a noose yeah but I mean is that what is that what do you why is it so memorable for
0: you why is that poster I don't know memorable? I mean I just you see it on lists of like best movie posters Okay. I don't know. It's fine. <laughs> it wasn't what? my personal opinion. It's just, think, yeah, I've read it.
1: Okay. Like, but I, I mean not
0: It stood out. In your memory, you could remember the movie poster. Oh, definitely, definitely. I remember the movie poster for sure. Okay. I don't know why. I don't know why it stuck in my head. I guess, I guess just because the braid of her hair looks like a noose, and she's got yeah, a knife right. behind her back, and I, I don't know. They're raising some glasses.
1: Yeah. It's... It says, guess who's going to be the life of the party? question mark. Yeah. April Fool's Day. A cut above the rest. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's fine. It's fine. But it but mm-hmm. I think actually, I don't know if uh, Fred uh uh I'm blanking his name.
0: <laughs> anyway, Walton. <laughs> Fred Yes. Walton. <laughs> Fred Walton. <laughs> Wait, is it Walton? He's no, that's the Walmart guy, right? No, I think it is Walton. Oh it is? Yeah.
1: I think yes, he he said something about like, you know, that, that it was, they didn't know how to market it. Paramount didn't know how to deal with this because, you know, it's a horror movie. So, so they, so people were expecting a slasher type horror movie mm-hmm. and that they didn't get it. I mean, it, it did okay at the box office, but, you know, given some of the huge sums that, you know, they were getting for Friday the 13th, they were on like Friday the 13th part six at this point. <laughs> you know, wow. they must have thought like, oh, we'll we'll, we'll do okay in this and they but they didn't market it right.
3: Mhm.
1: I mean, I don't know how you would market it right, but not like that, not with, you know, a knife and a noose and Right. You know. I don't yeah. know. But it is yeah, it is a, it is a nice poster as far as the, those go. Yeah. Oh, I was you know earlier when we were talking about the Sixth Sense. Um, it was uh, it really touches a nerve. I'm am am such I'm so anal about trailers and previews and stuff to to you know to an annoying degree. But I think part of it is because of stuff like the Sixth Sense when they when it came out, they they started you know they switched the trailers. I don't know what the original trailers were. They were pro- probably pretty normal, but then they started going. Six Sense. Can you guess the twist? Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, they I said don't that, that in the trailers, and I was like,
0: "What are you doing?"
1: <laughs> so you're basically saying <laughs> to everyone that hasn't seen it yet, "Get ready for, you know, <laughs> you're going to be dropped on your head. You're going to be surprised. You know, like that." It just drives me crazy that they would do that in the promotion for the film because it doesn't help anything. Yeah. Basically, you're saying, well, you you better see this before all your friends do and tell you about it or something. I mean, that say that then, you know, don't say, guess the twist, you know, like. Yeah, I remember that one pretty clearly, but that's I just find that frustrating. Like there's there can't that can't be the best way for you to market your movie. Yeah, I mean, maybe it was. I don't know. Maybe they cleaned up because of that. But I, I think it was more word of mouth. Though. I mean, I think a lot of those movies, like, have you seen, have you seen this? Oh, you got to see this. You know, like yeah. that's, that's the kind of stuff that works a lot more effectively than just a, you know, a, a clever trailer or a, a poster
2: or something. Right. Of course. Well, especially back then I mean, pre-internet. Yeah. And I, I mean, word of mouth is for you know, new album, new book, new movie. Like, that's that's what ends up selling. You can only... You can tell people, you know, show people a few times. Like, hey, this is going to be around. But until people actually see it and talk about it, mm-hmm. it that's when it catches on. Yeah. When, when when you, as much as it's true that I like seeing previews. Because I like to imagine that they're all good. No, yeah. It's my fault. <laughs> it's like, I'm like... You know, because if they make a bad preview, if I'm like, okay, it has to be a bad movie, because if this is the best you could do (laughs) with the material you have and it sucks, like you're either trying to sabotage it. Maybe you're a a preview maker from a different film company. Yeah. You snuck in. Do they do that? Sabotage film. There's a plot right there, I'm sure. Mm. Um, There's my story by. Um, (laughs) But (laughs) no, for the rest of them, I'm like, they're supposed to pick out what supposed to make you excited about it. And Mm. so then I just, I'm always optimistic. I'm like, well, if this looks exciting, then the rest of it better be exciting. Yeah. Maybe I should just stick with previews. I should just review (laughs) previews. Just never watch the movie. You'll never be disappointed. (laughs) Just rewatch previews. Yeah. I don't know the movie was good, but the preview was awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Um, speaking of
0: watching movies, what are we watching next? Good question. <laughs> so we covered the remake. I think there was
1: a re a sequel planned. What? Um, I wonder who said that. Deborah Goodrich, or was it Deborah Foreman? Yeah, something. Oh crap! I I don't have it. Um, something about their their family in New York, and they uh, it's a new locale, and they sort of was it their children involved i don't know i don't know i i i can't finish that story but there was yeah it was not the works and never it never got made
3: mm-hmm.
2: uh, dang. <laughs> it was really important i i that is awesome <laughs> that bullshit information
1: all right well, what do we do next okay um well we've done we just did a demo- documentary we did uh you know, a fun horror comedy, but it's still, you know, a little dark. So I thought we should, you know, lighten it up a little bit. Um And I'm going to stay in the 80s. It's going to be 1985. I could hear Sam w- waiting to guess the year, but it's 1985 and we've all seen it. Uh Most people know this movie. It's the kind of movie that um, I think watching it today. Well, I I'll just tell you that that the the Rotten Tomatoes don't add up to my memory of this movie. So but it's a comedy, um nineteen eighty five, some big names in it. Uh Bill Murray. Bill Murray's not in it, but um let's see. Who's
0: so so, I, I so, even... so far
2: our clues are it's a comedy <laughs> In so nineteen eighty-five,
0: 1985. <laughs>
2: yeah. Unless you've yeah. memorized all the Rotten Tomatoes reviews <laughs> Might from nineteen eighty-five, we need a little more to go. On. Uh,
3: right. <laughs> no, no this, this
2: is, we're, we're we're working getting through there. It. Yeah. Um, okay. You know, Bill um, Murray's um, not in it. So, Bill Murray's no, not, not in it. <laughs> um, there only, there's only but other. If I give you any of the actors, it'll give it away. Uh,
0: is it Back to the Future?
2: No. Is
0: it E. T.? No way. No. E. T. was no,
2: not a comedy? Those
1: are eighty-four. E.T.'s hilarious e. when e. they e. find e. him dying in the ditch.
0: I yes. couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, that, that part
2: is funny. <laughs> I do like when he falls over when they take the picture, the, the photograph, it, and he's got the ghost costume on. Sure. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. And
1: I like when he gets drunk on the beer and falls yeah. over in his
2: face. <laughs> when
0: Elliot calls his brother penis breath and D. Wallace Stone laughs. Yeah.
1: <laughs> So we're doing ET. Uh, we're gonna watch ET. <laughs> oh, oh shit! I what? I forgot a major. Yeah, also a dead giveaway. But uh, directed by someone. The director is a double up.
3: Hmm.
1: Directed by someone we have done. Rob Reiner. Well, it's, he's already uh, a double up. It's a Cohen pick that we. Is it me pick? Yeah, this person directed mm. a Cohen pick. A very. A quintessential Cohen pick.
2: Oh, The Coward the
1: Duck? <laughs> yes, but better. Oh. <laughs> Isn't it uh, every pick Bernie's? of Cohen's? <laughs> <laughs> Uh They live. <laughs> uh, this film has a sort of a uh, challenge in it. And it's, it drives the movie. Oh, uh, like a
2: cannonball run sort of thing. Kind oh. of. Uh.
1: Challenge. Uh, I, it's 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 a wager of sorts. I believe it actually is a wager. Oh,
2: is it
0: trading places? No, good Ooh, guess though. That is a mm. so good. Yes. That was definitely a wager. One dollar.
1: Hmm. No, the stakes are a bit bigger in this one. Hmm.
2: Sounds like a Disney movie.
1: Yeah, I don't think it is. <laughs> Produced by Lawrence Gordon. Joel Silver is involved. Hmm. Um. I got nothing so far. All right, yeah, uh, I, I was either. trying to be quiet about this. Give us a give us one of the stars. All right, I'll give you the second name,
0: John Candy. Um, is it Armed and Dangerous, Uncle <laughs> Buck? Uh, 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 here's the a smaller planes, roll.
2: trains, and automobiles. No, <laughs> those are the two I was going to go for, Uncle. Who's Buck Harry Crum? Ooh, that's, that's an interesting Harry. one. Uh, yeah, there's the great it, outdoors. Within the, within, that's got Bill Murray, doesn't it? what no. no that's Dan Dan Aykroyd oh Dan Aykroyd I'm look. running out of John all Candy right, movies alright
1: you, know you ready for the headliner mm-hmm. yeah Richard Pryor
2: what, what? did I get um, the year wrong the, 30, the, 80. the, it's 85 no it's the, eighty. May no, when he has to lose all the money Brewster's Millions
0: that's it oh I don't remember Brewster's John millions. Candy as that movie yeah he's like the wow. sidekick right he's, he's his friend sidekick. he's his buddy Yeah, I forgot about that. He's his catcher to his pitcher. Oh, right, right, right. Uh, I totally forgot John Candy was in that. Well, I did
1: not think I was going to go that long, but thanks for playing along. That's good. I'm glad you're
2: getting Richard Pryor into the mix. Yeah. And John Candy.
0: Is this the first John Candy, too?
2: Yeah. (sighs) I think so. I think
0: so. I can't think of anything we've done that he was in.
2: I really like Uncle Buck, and I'm kind of afraid to watch it again i know because i haven't seen it in so long and i'm like what if i don't like it Mm -hmm. well (laughs) you're about to have the experience
1: with this movie because it might not be as good as you remember i don't know
2: the only thing i remember is the stamp yeah (laughs) all right sweet good pick can you watch it anywhere Sure you
1: can. <laughs>
2: if I send, is there a place I could send an email to to find out where I could stream this movie? <laughs> oh, well. Well, we offer net service now. <laughs> email yeah. us; we'll we'll email you back
1: with
3: where you can find. It.
1: Wow, we're going above and beyond now.
0: Yeah, um, it's on uh, Stars. Well, I not seeing it. All right, sweet. Yeah. It's on Stars, or you can rent it. Who who subscribes to Stars? I mean, clearly right, somebody does.
1: Yeah, I seem to get it free now and then. And then, <laughs> and then, it, and then it drops off. And I oh, it was directed it. by Walter Hill. Yeah, I yeah, saw that. Oh, I wasn't going was to comment. The yeah. I wasn't going to comment There we go, that. there we go, okay. Which surprises me, because it doesn't feel like a Walter Hill movie.
0: Yeah. Well, he's not really known for his comedies. <laughs> 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 All right, cool, 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 cool. Well, this has been... Pretty amazing. One of our best.
2: I'd say hey, uh, metaphorically speaking, it was literally the best movie review ever done. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Summa yeah. cum laude. Mm-hmm. And right. shit. Yeah. Okay. <coughs> All right. Sweet.
0: <laughs> April
2: Fools. All right. April Fools.
0: So, All right, next, I'm here. next time, Brewster's Millions. Tune in. <laughs>
1: sam i need that tagline come on give us your goodbye what do you got
2: Uh, uh, that's enough movie buff (laughs) there you go nice nailed it
1: spiked it in the end zone peace out car scout bye thanks for listening (laughs)
3: Bye-bye. <laughs>